everyone. I'm so glad you're here. And of course, today on the show, we'll visit the Pretendomatic and hear from Noah again, see what he's up to. Of course, we have our What's It, our Random Nature Fact, Game Show, and so much more. I'm just so happy that you're joining me here on God's Great Earth. Hello, everyone. My name is Rich Aguilera, and welcome to the show. I am thrilled that you are joining me again because we have a lot of cool stuff that we want to do today here on the show. Are you ready to get this show going? Let's go. As you know by now, I love to start with a brain teaser. Every single teaser serves to help us sharpen our brains. It's like, cool thing is, you guys are the ones that send them in. So thank you and keep sending those in. But now let's get to our brain teaser. Are you ready? Thinking caps on? Here we go. Today's brain teaser is coming to us from Liam B. in Wellington, Florida. All right. Thank you, Liam, for sending it in. Here is the brain teaser. What runs but cannot walk. What runs but cannot walk? All right, so you think about that for a little while. Of course, at the end of the show, I will reveal the answer. Get your whole family around, see if you can all figure out the answer to this brain teaser, and we will check in soon. Of course, if you have one that you'd like to send in, we'd love to get it. And to do that, it's pretty easy. Just go fill out a form at godsgreatearth.com, and you will see a place there so you can send them in. We love those, so keep sending them in. I was working in the country of Jordan one summer. Each weekend, I had the option of taking a trip to explore the surrounding areas. We were in Jordan, digging at an archaeological site, and considering that we were in lands where biblical events took place. (laughs) We were always anxious for the weekend to come so that we could borrow the staff car and go exploring. So one weekend, a group of us decided to take the car to the northern border of Jordan. The western border of Jordan touches the country of Israel, but on this day, we would be traveling north to a spot where Jordan borders Israel as well as the Golan Heights and Syria. You're probably wondering why we wanted to travel towards that area, and I will tell you in a moment. So once we had decided on our plan, we eagerly awaited for the weekend to come. And the time finally came, so we packed up our car and we got our map and four of us guys headed out. So after a couple of hours driving, we started to climb higher up a mountain because we were heading up toward a high lookout point right on the border. And we finally arrived to the lookout and pulled off the road. We got out and walked to the edge of this high overlook. And down below us, we could clearly see what we had come to see. Before us, we could see the entire Sea of Galilee. Wow! This is where the storm thrashed the disciples' boat while Jesus slept. It's where the disciples would fish. This is where Jesus walked on water and where many other miracles were performed. And on the northern shore was Capernaum, where Jesus lived. We are so blessed to have the Bible. People have died trying to obtain that book. It's filled with amazing stories that God has revealed, which give us an understanding of the history of our universe and how you and I as individuals are loved by God. Don't take your Bible for granted. Make a habit of reading from it every day and letting God guide your path. Psalms 119.105 says, Your word is a lamp for my feet 
a light on my path. Alrighty, it's time for What's It? What is that thing I heard? <laughs> Have you ever heard of a sound and you're like, okay, I know what that is, what could that be? Yep, we're gonna play that game now because I am going to play a sound for you and your job here is gonna be to listen carefully and see if you can figure out what that sound is. Of course, the big clue here is that it is something from nature. Of course I do that because God created all of nature. So get your family together, get your friends together, and see if you can figure out what this sound is. Are you ready? Here is the sound. Alrighty, so you think about that for a little bit, and we'll come back in a little while at the end of the show to see if you were right. And now it is that time of the show. It's the time to visit the Pretendomatic. Of course, that's my pretend time machine. I love to have fun with it. And of course, we pretend to go back in time to the Bible times to meet biblical people. Of course, these are real people that lived, but our Pretendomatic lets us have fun to go back and talk to them. And if you've been following along the last few times, we have been going to meet with Noah. And last time it was pretty exciting because all those animals were marching up into the ark. Oh, so I'm gonna program the Pretendomatic to skip to the end of that day so that we can go back and see how it went getting all those animals on board. <laughs> all right, let's uh, turn on the Pretendomatic here and enter our coordinates. We made it! Wow! Oh man, there's the ark! Wow, but it sure is pretty quiet out here. All the animals must be inside already. Oh, look, there's Noah peeking out the door. Uh, hello, Noah! Noah, I, I, I'm back! Oh, hello, Rich! It's so good to see you again. <laughs> you missed quite a full day of activities. Oh, yeah? Well, I'm guessing that all the animals made it in, all right? Oh, yeah. Looks like we have more than enough room. <laughs> Plenty of room, actually. Not sure why God asked me to make the ark so big. So all the kinds of animals are in there then? Yep, they're in there. And as you said, kinds, not species. What do you mean? Why do you say that? Well, we noticed early on that not every species of animal was coming. Uh, for example, when we were looking around to see which dogs would come, we saw two pretty generic dogs come up, and that's it. Interesting. Yep, the same with all the animals. I've seen different varieties of cows and horses and squirrels, but today, just one set of each kind came on board. Huh. Now that you say that, if you did have to bring each species or breed, <laughs> that would take bunches of arcs to carry them all. Huh, that's exactly right. With all the animal kinds here represented, there is a nice, comfortable amount of room available. Uh, you know what I wonder, though? What's that? Well, I wonder if God had made it a little bigger to see if some more people would come on board. Well, what do you mean? Who, who all is on board now? Well, it's just my wife and my three boys, Shem, Ham, and Japheth, and their wives. W wait a minute. One, two, 
That's just eight of you. There's only eight people on board? Yeah, that's it. I tried to invite everyone else I could find. But... But no one came. Not even your dad, Lamech, or your grandpa, Methuselah, or any other family members? Well, sadly, both my dad and grandpa both passed away recently. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Oh, thanks. It's okay. They were getting up there in years. But no, no one else out there is coming. Like God said at the beginning of this whole adventure, it seems like everyone everywhere else has really become so evil. Wow. So just eight of you in there with a bunch of animals. I'm guessing you're going to have your hands full. That's for sure. We've already been super busy these last few weeks, loading up the ark with food and provisions and furniture and all the other stuff that God told us to bring. That's true. And that includes food for the animals as well. Yep. We brought a lot. Although, who knows? Perhaps God will put a bunch of these animals into some sort of hibernation sleep like he does with the bears and the groundhogs and snakes. Interesting. Well, that would make things a little easier. Well, we'll see. But we're ready. And that was the shocking thing that God told me today. That as soon as the animals were all on board, this little adventure was going to move forward. And we were terrified. Wow, why was Noah terrified? We'll come back shortly and see what was on his mind. Hello, listener. I pray that you are enjoying the show today and that this is a blessing. Besides this podcast, did you know that I also write books? And I'd like to give you one. Firewalkers, which is the first book from our Bible Time Adventure series. It's a super fun series because we get to learn Bible stories from the point of view of some kids that were there and saw everything. (laughs) Firewalkers is a story about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Like I said, I'd love for you to read one, so I have a free book offer for you. Just go to GodsGreatEarth.com and click on Free Book Offer. Alrighty, it's now time for today's random nature fact. Have you ever heard of a super volcano? So a super volcano is an extra large volcano that can potentially produce devastation on an enormous, even continental scale. We're talking about a massive catastrophic event. Now, many scientists argue that it took hundreds of millions of years to form the various landscapes that we see on our planet. But by looking at the effects of a regular volcanic eruption like the one at Mount St. Helens in 1980, it shows there how just in a few years, a single small catastrophic event like that one is able to form thick layers of rock and fossils and form huge canyons and do things that some scientists say are supposed to take millions of years to form. Huh. It's just another reason to show how the worldwide flood that is mentioned in Genesis did the same amount of damage as those quote-unquote millions of years of erosion, but in a very short period of time. Pretty cool. Actually, pretty hot. 
Alrighty, it's time for a humor break. It's time for Silly Minute. <laughs> I've got three great jokes to you that were sent to me by Jeriel in Richardson, Texas. Thank you for sending that in. Here we go. What did the horse say after it tripped? Help, I've fallen and I can't giddy up. <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> I like that. Alright, the next one is... What do you call an angry carrot? A steamed veggie. <laughs> okay, I like that one too, that's cute. Alright, here's the last one. Why do cows wear bells? Because their horns don't work. <laughs> that's great. Alright, that was a nice break. Get our little giggles out. Thank you for sending those in. And remember, if you have some nice squeaky clean jokes that you'd like to share on the show, please go to our website and fill that form out. GodsGreatEarth.com The 1800s in Mexico were a time of chaos and reform. So the colonial leaders had led the country for like the last 300 years. But in 1858, Benito Juarez became the first indigenous president since the Europeans had arrived. Now, indigenous means that he was a local boy from the original race of the country. His parents were simple peasants who unfortunately died when he was only three years old. He worked in the cornfields and as a shepherd until he was 12. And he had never gone to school. He was illiterate, means he couldn't read. This kid was going nowhere fast. This was not a great way to start off life. Nevertheless, he went on to be regarded as the greatest president Mexico had ever seen. Wow, that's quite a turnaround. How did he get from being a poor orphaned shepherd kid to become the greatest president of Mexico? Well, he fought for his country and he fought for his people. He was dedicated to democracy and equal rights for his nation's indigenous people. He humbly worked for peace, even when other countries were trying to occupy his country. He put people first. Benito Juarez once said, respect for the rights of others means peace. And if you think about it, he had quite a simple recipe for peace. You want peace? Well, respect the rights of others. So. How old are you? Maybe life has been very difficult for you up to this point. Don't worry about the past. Stop and look forward at the possibilities and the potential that God has in store for you. Go and blaze a trail for peace. All right, let's get back to the Pretendomatic and our talk with Noah. So tell me, Noah, why were you terrified? What were you worried about? Well, think about it. For years, God had been telling me about this catastrophic disaster that is going to happen. And I spend years and years building this ark in preparation for it. Right, right, right. Well, it suddenly dawned on me this morning that this is it. This is the moment that everything has built up to. Wow, yeah, that's true. And the way God had described this, this wasn't some little watery event. This was going to be the most dramatic, 
globally catastrophic event to ever happen in the entire past and future history of this planet. You're right. This is what it was all boiling down to, wasn't it? Exactly. To know that sometime in the next few days or weeks, millions of people and animals would perish in whatever horrible event was coming. <laughs> wow, that just, it was really hard to deal with. I never thought of it that way. Sure, well, we were so grateful that God had noticed our faithfulness to him. But this was it. Game over. Yeah, the world would never be the same again. Precisely. If you stop and think about all these things, it's really quite scary. Yeah, I understand now. And your family probably feels the same? Yep. Some more nervous than others, but for the moment, everyone is pretty distracted with a boat full of animals. <laughs> My boys were already naming some of the animals. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Wow, you really have some interesting times ahead, don't you? Absolutely. Or well, at least seven days from now. Oh, wait, what do you mean? Well, God said to get on the ark, but... Nothing was going to happen for seven days. Seven days? What does that mean? Oh, well, I don't know. It's all very mysterious. He said at some point today, once my family and all the animals were on board, he is going to seal the door of the ark shut. Seal the door shut? Like God himself will close the ark door? And seal it shut. Like, meaning you wouldn't be able to open it? Uh, yep, I suppose. Whoa, <laughs> that's intense. Well, you said it. That's why I was here at the door, just watching and waiting. Wow, what an amazing adventure. Yep, a little too much for an old guy like me. <laughs> I just turned 600. <laughs> wow, 600? Happy birthday! You're right, though. This is a bit of an adventure for someone your age. <laughs> I'm not that old. At least not like my grandpa, Methuselah. He lived to be 969 years old. Whoa. If I'm not mistaken, of all the people that have ever lived, he has been the oldest one ever. Wow, that is incredible. Oh my, look! Look at the door! It's starting to move! All by itself! Oh my! It's beginning! Wow, that is incredible what is about to happen to Noah and his family and his ark full of animals. In our next episode, we'll have to come back with the Pretendomatic and talk to him some more and get an update. Alrighty, in just a moment, we're going to go check out the answer to today's brain teaser, the what's it, and we're going to see how you do on the game show. Hello, everyone. If you are enjoying the show, I hope you will consider supporting us so that we can keep making them. If you'd like to partner with us, even if it's for just 10 bucks a month, please visit our website at godsgreatearth.com and follow the link. Any amount of support gets us closer to our goals. All right, everyone, it's journal time. That means it's time to get your journals out. 
I really love this part because it's a great way for us to just kind of track our thoughts and spend our time in meditation with God. And remember, what you write in the journal, it's just between you and God. So my journaling question for you today is, pick one person from the Bible that you admire and write about what inspires you. By the way, if you're looking to get your own special journal to write in, check out our website and get your own copy of the God's Great Earth Journal. Alrighty, everyone, it's time for Game Show! Have you been paying attention? Naturally, of course you have. I believe in you. Of course, now I will be asking you five questions. And of course, it doesn't matter where you are, because if you know the answer to these five questions, I would like for you to shout them out. Of course, if you're in a very quiet place, then maybe just whisper them out. <laughs> are you ready? Here we go with question number one. What was the name of the body of water that I saw in my travel story today? Yes, the Sea of Galilee. Very good. Okay, let's check out question number two. What were the names of Noah's three boys? That's right. Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Very good. All right, let's check out question number three. How old was Noah when the flood started? Yeah, 600 years old. That's amazing. All right, let's check out question number four. What was the name of the volcano that I talked about in our random nature fact? That's right, that was Mount St. Helens. That's in Washington. And our last question, number five. What two jobs did Benito Juarez do when he was a kid? That's right, he worked in the cornfields and as a shepherd. Good job, everyone. Alrighty, and now it's time to reveal the answer to today's brain teaser. Did I give you enough time to think about it? Did some friends or people in your group maybe get the answer? Okay, we'll find out now if we got it. And I'd like to, of course, thank Liam B for sending it in all the way from Wellington, Florida. Here's what he sent. What runs but cannot walk? And the answer is a runny nose. <laughs> your uh, nose runs. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Liam, for sending that in. Very, very cool. Remember, if you have one that you'd like to share here on the show, just go to our website and fill out that form so that we can get it and use it on the show. And lastly, before we finish up today, we must also reveal the answer to the what's it? What was that thing we heard? Of course, I will let you hear it one last time, one last chance to see if you can figure out what it is. Everyone's ears peeled and ready to go. Here is that sound again. Alrighty, alrighty, are you ready for the answer? That was a guinea pig. <laughs> Maybe some of you guys have a guinea pig, and I'm sure if that's you, then you knew the answer to that one. Cool, good job, everyone. Well, I just can't believe that our time is up. Remember, spend time in God's Word, the Bible. It has so many amazing stories and promises to lift you up. And also, don't forget that even though people out there will attack God and His Word, it's great to know that nature, history, the Bible, 
fully aligned to tell us the truth about the past of this earth. And lastly, let's all work together to bring peace. That means that we should be respectful of others, even if they think or talk different and have different ideas. Don't let the enemy find reasons to divide us from each other. Love God, love others, and change the world. See you next time here on God's Great Earth.